Hey, I've got a question for you. What do Dallas, Salt Lake City, Miami, and New York all have in common? It's Real Housewives, bitches. It all began with the ladies of Orange County. Now, nearly 20 years later, the housewives have grown into a reality TV empire. Fabulous. Going with the wind, fabulous. Okay. You are you psychotic, a, like, Jesus Jugs. You're psychotic. Jesus Jugs? I said what I said. Okay, well, what okay. you said was some bullshit. You don't like it, it. You don't like The show takes a peek inside the glamorous lives of wealthy women as they work, party, navigate love, relationships, family life, and yeah, throw a couple of drinks along the way. The franchise has expanded to dozens of cities around the world, featured the lives of more than 100 women, and spun off a number of businesses, everything from skinny girl margaritas to satin-lined baseball caps. And today, The Real Housewives are inspiring us and our latest edition of Not Past It Trivia. From Gimlet Media, this is Not Past It, a show about the stories we can't quite leave behind. I'm Simone Polanin. 17 years ago this month, January 2006, Bravo announced its newest show, The Real Housewives of Orange County, the first of The Real Housewives franchise. And today, we're bringing you another episode of Not Past It Trivia, inspired by the reality TV sensation. We've also got questions about Real Housewives from history, TV through the ages, and a whole lot more. So put on your sparkliest Giovanni gown. The game begins after the break. All right, it is time to meet our trivia players. Joining us today are Rachel Lindsay and Callie Curry from the podcast Morally Corrupt from the Ringer Network. Welcome, Callie and Rachel. Hey. Thank you so much for having us. Not only do you share uh, a podcast about the iconic reality TV franchise, uh, but Rachel, you yourself are reality TV royalty, um, oh. having been not only a bachelorette, which is already a big deal, but the first black bachelorette in ABC's history. Talk about iconic. Thank you. You know what? I'm thrilled that I was on reality TV, and despite everything that happened, it did not Change my love for it. Great. I'm glad to hear that. Um, now, you know, some people might be listening to this and wondering, like, okay, so this is a history show. Why are we talking about the housewives? Like, what is the value of a show like this? Um, and I'm curious, Callie, uh, how would you respond to those skeptical folks? I would say that there is a lot of value in this because the way that TV has been filmed and made has completely changed because of reality television. And The Housewives is a huge chunk of that success. Um, but also there are social issues that are kind of cracked on The Housewives. And it's interesting to like correlate that with like what's happening in the real world. Oh, I love that. So beautifully said. Mine's so simple. Mine's so simple. I would say for the people who talk like that, you clearly haven't pressed play. Right? You're reading a headline, you're seeing a clip on social media, you're looking at a meme. When you press play, you will, within five to 10 minutes, specifically with the right franchise, you will be hooked. Well, the skeptics have been convinced, so I think we can start playing the game. Oh gosh, here we Let's go. Let's do it. 
All right. We have got three rounds of Housewives-inspired questions coming up. Ooh. And a special prize for whoever wins. Ooh. Would you like to know what is at stake? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, as always, the winner of our trivia game today will get 20 seconds to pitch what topic they think should be taught in history class. Uh, in the past, folks have pitched the history of Benefer, uh, where gummy bears come from. And so you'll pitch us your great idea. Great. Okay. Round one. So let's go ahead and start with our first round, which we are calling Tagline, You're It. Oh, Lord. I think you can tell where this one's going. But for those who don't know, during the opening credits of the Real Housewives episodes, each woman from the cast introduces herself with a pithy one-liner, like these from season 10 of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Ten years in the game, and I'm still the tastiest peach in Atlanta. <laughs> Friends come and go, but family is forever. Age is just a number, but these cheekbones are timeless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for this game, uh, what's going to happen is I will read you two taglines. One is from a real Bravo housewife, um, and the other one we made up. So your job is to guess which one was actually uttered by a Bravo celebrity. Okay. Um, if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, nothing happens. No need to flip a table. You just don't <laughs> get that point. Um, and Callie, we're going to start with you. Yay, let's go. Which one is a real housewives tagline? If you can't handle the truth, you can't handle me. Or the higher the hair, the closer to God. And my hair's high. All right. Mm. Which one is the real tagline? And for a bonus point, who said it? Um, well, I will say this. Both of these could be. So you guys did a really good job <laughs> making one up. For some reason, I can like hear someone saying, oh, fuck. Number two would be a Dallas housewife. I want to say one. Any, any guesses as to who said it? Uh, yeah, I want to say someone in Beverly Hills, Lisa Renna. All right. Well, I can tell you, you chose the correct tagline. Uh, you, if you can't handle the truth, you can't handle me. Uh, however, that one was uttered by Miss Skinny Girl Margarita herself, Bethany Frankel of The Real Housewives of New York. Uh, oh, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. But I'm on the board. You are on the board. You've got a point. Yeah, nice. <laughs> All right, Rachel, this next one is for you. Okay. Which one of these is the real tagline? Oh, Lord. I'm as genuine as a million-dollar bill. Mm. Or I may be married to a plastic surgeon, but I'm 98% real. Okay. I'm going to go with two. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Lisa... Hockstein, Hockstein, whatever. Is that right? <laughs> you got the correct tagline, but that one belonged to Heather Dubrow of the Real Housewives of Orange County. As you may know, she's married to Terry Dubrow, uh, a plastic surgeon with his own reality TV fame. I thought you guys were trying to throw us off. I was like, it can't be Heather Dubrow. That's too obvious. It's too obvious, right? <laughs> Listen, trivia is all about psychological warfare, okay? <laughs> it's not just about knowing the answer. It's about trusting yeah. yourself. Uh, um, and while we're on the topic of taglines, I have to ask, 
Have you ever thought of what your own housewives tagline would be? I have. I would have to use one of my dad's sayings because my dad, my dad grew up on a farm. And so he always says things that are related to animals. And so one of his sayings is, I'm too old of a cat to be fooled by a kitten. Ooh. Nice one. <laughs> How about you, Callie? I feel like I would do some sort of play on my height and be like, I'm too tall to spend time with you gutter rat bitches. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) That is straight to the point. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. Let's get back to the trivia. For question three, Callie, we're going back to you. Which one is the real tagline? I can save your life, but not your reputation. Or come for the doctor and I'll give you a taste of your own medicine. I can save your life, but not your reputation. And who do you think said it? Who could it be? Who could it be? I'm thinking of, I don't know why I'm blanking on her name right now, but also Miami Housewife. Oh my God, Rachel, do you know who I'm talking about right now? Yeah, Nicole. Nicole, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Oh, very helpful opponent. <laughs> she, she asked, so I helped. <laughs> I don't know. I, would, I don't, might not have been so generous. Uh, you are correct about the tagline. It was, however, Tiffany Moon of the Real Housewives oh, of Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Um, she's an anesthesiologist. Mm. So that's why. Final question in the round is going back to you, Rachel. Which is the real tagline? I may be a chef, but I never spill the beans. Or I like to have fun, but I don't play games. Okay. I would like to say that I've said number two before. I like sports, but I don't play games. That's what I said. Mm. I'm going to go with two. Mm -hmm. And who do you think said it? Okay, I don't know why I want to pick somebody from Atlanta or Potomac. Karen Huger. Mm. You did get the correct tagline. But again, not the right housewife. (laughs) This one belonged to housewife of Beverly Hills and mother to supermodels Gigi and Bella, Yolanda Hadid. Oh, I never would have guessed that. I never, 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 never would have guessed that. That is the, that's a, so someone wrote that. That's not her personality. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm like, does she like to have fun? <laughs> that brings us to the end of our first round, uh, which means that it is time to check in on our scores. Our producer, Carla, is keeping track. Carla, where do we stand? Well, you say you don't play games, but you both crushed it that round. You're tied with two points each. Ooh, exciting, exciting. Um, You know, it's funny, the taglines feel like such a specific part of the show, but I also feel like they've become like their own language almost. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm curious, where do you guys see Housewives um, being influential beyond the show? I would definitely say in memes. Mm. You know, like... (laughs) Nini's everywhere. Of course, the iconic Atlanta housewife, Nini Leakes. Yeah. I would say Nini's lines have been so iconic that I hear mm-hmm. them all the time in everyday life. I said what I said. Close your legs to married men. 
Close your legs to married men. Close, close, close your legs to married men. Excuse you heard me? Close your legs to married men. Wow, Nene. <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, I would also say that, like, the brand of housewife is kind of influential. Like, now, all of a sudden, every housewife wants to have a job and wants to have a company. Mm. And I think that they've kind of made that into a thing, something that's cool. And now women who like maybe only looked at themselves as like, I'm a stay-at-home wife. Now they feel like kind of like, oh, well, she does that and she does this, this, and this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I totally see that. All right. We're going to keep rolling with our trivia game. And we're heading into round two, which we're calling Which Came First? Round two. The rules are pretty simple. I'll give you an important event from Real Housewife-related history and one from just general history, and you're going to have to tell me which came first. Oh, that will be hard. Mm, We'll see. (laughs) All right, Rachel, we're going to you first. We're going to kick it off with one of the most famous Real Housewives moments of all time, the table flip. I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about, but here's a clip if you need a refresher. She knows the scene. So that was Teresa Judice flipping out and then literally flipping a table in an episode of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. But my question for you is which came first, that table flip or another famous flip, the razor flip phone? Rachel, which one do you think came first? The flip phone. That is correct. Yes! The Moto Razor V3 hit shelves in 2004 and that iconic Real Housewives moment aired in 2009. Yes. Callie, we're going to you for this next one. Which came first, the debut of the Bravo Network or the debut of MTV? Um, I don't know if this is right, but I was definitely watching MTV way before Bravo, so I'm going with MTV. That is incorrect. I am sorry. I would have said MTV too. (laughs) Actually... Bravo predates MTV, believe it or not. What was on their network? Uh, They used to have shows like uh, Inside the Actor's Studio, if you've ever heard of that one. We're a long ways away from that. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, Bravo has been around since uh, December of 1980. MTV came along the year after in 1981. Um, And in those early days of Bravo, it sort of touted itself as the first television service dedicated to film and the performing arts. False. (laughs) They sold their soul. (laughs) Being a housewife could be a performing art in a way, if you think about it. All right. uh, Next question. We're going back to you, Rachel. Which came first, the incorporation of Orange County, California, or the rise of the stiletto heel? I mean, I guess I'd say... I feel like th- I'm going to say the Stiletto Hill. That is incorrect. I am oh. sorry. I am sorry. Orange County uh, became an official county in 1889. Um, as for the Stiletto Hill, the exact inventor is a topic of much debate, but historians agree that it happened sometime in the early to mid 20th century. Hmm. Okay. All right. Last question. Uh, we're going back to you, Callie. 
which came first, Real Housewives executive producer Andy Cohen, or the premiere of the Mary Tyler Moore show? Oh, you mean like his birth? Yes. Andy Cohen, the human being. Oh, that makes it a little trickier. Um, I'm going to say the Mary Tyler Moore show came first. That is incorrect. I am sorry. <laughs> I thought it was right. I thought it was right. <laughs> Andy Cohen was born first in 1968. How old is Andy Cohen? He's 54. He's 54. Yeah. Okay. The Mary Tyler Moore show uh, premiered in 1970, so two years after Andy Cohen was born. Uh. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our second round, mm. which means it's time to check in on those scores. Carla, how are we looking? Well, Rachel made it nice that round and has the lead with three points. But Callie, don't worry. You are right behind with two points. Not a strong round for us. You know what, Callie? Don't worry, because much like a Real Housewives luncheon, things can change dramatically. <laughs> so stick around. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, friends. Looking all gone with the wind fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're playing Not Past It Trivia, inspired by the Real Housewives of Bravo. This reality TV empire has given us so much. Juicy drama, funny memes, iconic quotes, but also vulnerable moments, real-life challenges, and a whole lot of mess. We stand. Our players today are Rachel Lindsay and Callie Curry from the Ringer podcast, Morally Corrupt. How are you guys feeling? Not confident. I feel confident in our housewives' knowledge, not confident in our historical knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> we killed round one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> round two, not so much. I feel like you guys have got this. I'm, I'm confident in you. Round three. For round three, we'll take a small step away from the Bravo Housewives to talk about the real housewives of history. And we're calling this round Housewives a Herstory. Just trying to get our puns permitted as high as possible. <laughs> okay. Um, as a reminder, Rachel is in the lead with three points, but Callie is right behind with two. So anything can happen in this final round. And Callie, we're gonna start with you. King Henry VIII famously married six different women, and he said, I do to his second wife 490 years ago this week. Callie, for one point, what was his second bride's name? I mean, gonna go with Margaret. That is a good old timey English name. <laughs> good guess. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, his wife was named Anne Boleyn. Um, mm. Anne Boleyn. Um, the only reason I know that is because of that Natalie Portman and Scarlett Johansson movie, The Other Boleyn Girl. Wow. Mm. As for Anne uh, and Henry, their marriage didn't last long. A few years later, she was accused, probably falsely, of adultery and treason and was beheaded. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, Anne. my God. Dramatic. Um, Henry! Yeah. No, wait, but it it actually gets worse because he remarried just days later. What? Yeah. 
pretty bad. Oh, my God. With that bit of dramatic history, uh, we're going to go to you, Rachel, for question number two. This famous and controversial wife said she met her husband at a charity event 79 years ago this week. A fictionalized version of her life and death is the subject of an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Now, for one point, Rachel, can you guess who this woman was? And I'll give you a hint. Uh, Madonna later got a Golden Globe for her portrayal of this historic wife. (laughs) Evita? That is correct. Evita, also known as Eva Perón. Uh, She went by the nickname Evita. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Muy bien, Rachel. That's all I got. It was the hint. It was the hint. All right, Callie, we're going back to you for question number three. Uh, And this one is about a first lady. Um, So 70 years ago, on January 20th, 1953... This woman became first lady when her husband, a general, was inaugurated president. Um, And at the time, the medium of television was emerging. And reportedly, this first lady had a soft spot for soap operas. Now, for one point, Callie, who was this first lady? Oh, Um, my gosh. And you can just give me the last name. From the 50s? Yes. Oh, my God. Um... Jackson. That is unfortunately <laughs> incorrect. I'm sorry. Um, it was... Truman! Eisenhower! <laughs> the wife of President Dwight D. Eisenhower, Mamie Eisenhower. How did you know that, Rachel? I always mix up Truman and Eisenhower. I don't know why. I always mix those two up. Well, just so you know, reportedly, one of Mamie's favorite soap operas was um, As the World Turns on CBS. Which that was on in the 50s? It debuted in 1956. Jeez. And it ran until 2010. Wow. Uh, perhaps Mamie Eisenhower would have enjoyed The Housewives. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We've got one final question this round, uh, which is going to you, Rachel. So the creators of the Real Housewives franchise cite a television show called An American Family as an inspiration. It premiered 50 years ago this month, January 1973, and it followed the real everyday lives of the Loud family. Um, That was their name. It is considered a precursor to reality TV as we know it today. So for one point, Rachel... What network did the show An American Family air on? I'm going to say, well, it's 73, so Bravo's out, as is MTV. (laughs) Nice paying attention. (laughs) I am going to say USA. Was that even around then? (laughs) Interesting guess. Uh, Unfortunately, it is not correct. Um, the correct answer kind of blows my mind, but it was, in fact, on PBS. Mm. Well, actually, that makes sense. That makes sense. It was probably more documentary style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was, um, you know, unscripted. It was raw um, and sort of controversial for the time. So um, on the show, the matriarch of the family, Pat Loud, uh, she openly discussed divorcing her husband uh, and was also shown supporting her son, Lance, who was openly gay. Oh, wow. Love that. Yeah. 
Well, that concludes the final round and our trivia extravaganza, which means it's time to check in on our final scores. Carla, do we have a winner? Well, I'd like to say bravo to both of you for a game well played. But the winner today is Rachel with four points. All right. Woo. We have our winner. Congratulations, Rachel. Thank you. And you have won one of the most coveted prizes uh, in (laughs) all competitions, which is 20 seconds to share what you think should be taught in history class, um, housewives related or not. Okay. Do you feel like you have an idea of what what you'd want to pitch? I do. Okay. We're putting 20 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. Well, it's probably already been done, but I would do the history of reality television. And the reason that I would do that is because, well, as I just learned, it started in the 70s, but it's everywhere now, right? There's so many different shows out there for a number of different topics. And so much of reality is based on reality television. I feel like the way uh, perception, ah, I ran out. It's okay. Finish your sentence. I was going to say, because perception is reality, I feel like a lot of people um, make certain assumptions and stereotypes based on different demographics, based on things they see on reality TV. And so I think going through a history of it would actually be really interesting because reality TV is so prevalent. Okay, I'm done. All right. Yes. Professor Lindsay, class is in session. Let's go. It is. It's been (laughs) such a thrill to talk about Housewives history Bravo and beyond. Uh, But before I let you go, I have one more question for you. As fans of The Housewives, what are you guys hoping to see in the future of the franchise? I'd love to see a franchise in every state. I think we're kind of over the bigger cities. I think what's interesting is learning someone's way of life, which is why Salt Lake's been so interesting, because you're learning about Mormon, it's like a culture. It's not just a religion. And so I think that that's been really eye-opening. So it would be cool to branch out to the middle of nowhere and always here for diversity and inclusion. I agree on diversity and inclusion. I also think that, and I don't know, just maybe because I've been watching it for so long, but I don't think like the -the over-the-top dramatic fights are as fun as like the really um, smart, like witty, quippy, shady. Those are the like little arguments that I like to watch. So I would like to move away from the table flips and into like, they're going to hunt you down with words. Yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. So you're saying like less table flipping, more word smithing. I like it. Yeah, more word smithing. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Um, yeah, I would, I would agree with all of that. Um, you know, it feels like reality TV shapes so much of how we think about the world and how we think about specifically with this show, women and middle-aged women. And, you know, it's like a more multi-dimensional depiction than we're used to seeing on TV. Just seeing them outside of the context of, you know, just their families or just their relationships and seeing them as these fully fleshed out individuals. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Rachel Lindsay and Callie Curry from the podcast Morally Corrupt. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome back anytime. Thanks for for having having us. us. This has been fun. (laughs) 
Not Past It is a Spotify original produced by Gimlet and ZSP Media. This episode was produced by Carla Javier. Next week, the history domino returns with a special Super Bowl-themed episode all about the halftime shows that have shaped our culture. The rest of our team are producers Olivia Briley and Ramoy Phillip. Our associate producers are Nick Del Rose and Laura Newcomb. Our intern is Jasper Jarecki. The supervising producer is Erica Morrison. Editing by Katie Feather. Andrea B. Scott is our executive editor. Fact-checking by Ian Michael. Sound design and mixing by Emma Munger. Original music by Sax Kicks Ave, Willie Green, Jay Bless, Peter Leonard, and Bobby Lord. Our theme song is Toko Liana by Coco Co. With music supervision by Liz Fulton, technical direction by Zach Schmidt, show art by Elise Harvin and Talia Rockman. The executive producer at ZSP Media is Zach Stewart-Pontier. The executive producer from Gimlet is Matt Schiltz. Special thanks to Lydia Polgreen, Abby Ruzica, Dan Behar, Jen Hahn, Emily Wiedemann, Liz Stiles, and Ariel Joseph. Follow Not Past It Now to listen for free, exclusively on Spotify. Click the little bell next to the follow button to get notifications for new episodes. And while you're there, hey, why don't you rate us five stars? You can follow me on Twitter, at Simone Polanin. Thanks for hanging. We'll see you next week. And until then, hey, be cool. Don't be all like, uncool. Every state should have a Housewives franchise. Yes, Real Housewives of Topeka now. We need it. <laughs> Come on, what are we waiting for? 